It's your favorite time of the week. Mackenzie and Shelly welcome you to Season 2 of the Effortless Podcast. And now on YouTube. See and hear them every Tuesday at 9 a.m. And now, Ken's and Shell. That my best friend. She a real bad Got her own money. She don't need no on the dance floor. She had two, three drinks. Now she's twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. Hey guys, it's Ken's and Shell. Welcome back to the Effortless Podcast, episode three. Yeah, wow. I was going to say, no, it's two. No, we're moving right along. Three. Um, um, Are you ready for today? I Phase know, or I feel three, four of relationship journey, journey saga. Um, I do. I I feel better than last week. I think. Okay. I think last week I was like so nervous and not obviously to talk to you, but like yeah, just to say it out loud. Well, it's a big step. I mean, like that's yeah. a big. And I've just never br- done it. Very brave. Good job. Yeah. So proud of you. Um, I've just never done it. So I just was really nervous and I want because I wanted it to get, be perceived a certain way. Which I feel like it totally was. I feel like you did a really so, good yeah. job so far. Thanks. We'll see how today goes. You'll do great. Before I continue, though, if you are watching on YouTube and my face, <laughs> I'm like so oh not self-conscious, but like aware um if my face looks splotchy it's not your screen it's just my face why Shelly? Yes. i um tell us about your uh face experience yesterday i did i got the micro needling facial yes did you love it um i mean yeah i feel like i'm interested to see the results because i mean your face looks very smooth yeah i also i do have some like uh tint and moisturizer on because I was like, oh, I need to like even it out because if I nobody would ever notice though. I guess, but my lip right now, like my upper lip, is like tingly. Like I feel like it looks so much more red, maybe than it probably does. It doesn't look red at all. But I feel like I just had to throw that out there in case someone's like, "Was your okay?" Actually, okay. I meant to ask you this yesterday, and I realized I never did. So when they do the microneedling, was your face like bleeding? Like, is your whole face bleeding? Or no, that's not what. That's no. the that's the vampire facial. I think that's technically, but I think they're like similar because they didn't do the one where they like spin my blood and then inject it back in like this one was strictly for people that don't know what microneedling is oh will you it's, explain it yes it's um a facial that's supposed to generate your body's own collagen growth okay so it's literally like essentially not as deep as a tattoo but like essentially oh, it's like a little needle yeah and all over your face mm-hmm. and obviously doesn't go as deep as a tattoo needle but and it's supposed uh, to help with like wrinkles. Yes, fine lines and wrinkles. I need that in my life. So I did it for the first time yesterday, and you're it's like your face is so red after, which my face naturally gets red. So if I'm embarrassed, <laughs> yeah. I cannot lie because if I lie, yeah. my face will turn red. Shoot. I like literally can't. Um so anyways, I in my neck, he was like, you want me to get some of these um, fine lines on your neck? I was like, yeah, I feel like your <laughs> neck is more red than your face. Or, and this morning like after like, working no. out, I felt yeah, like you were like, your neck was like, whoa, so red, <laughs> which that's how it was right after the facial. Yeah. So I feel like, yeah, but I, I feel was. like your skin is looking good. Wow. Thanks. Fresh. She looking like Jovi here soon. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that three year old fresh that three year old fresh, fresh skin. Um, so I just had to throw that out there in case nobody would ever know. In case you but. tell, but 
we'll see. I'm supposed to. Get, I was told you see the best results after like three mm-hmm. um, treatments. Okay. Some more to come. Yeah, it's exciting on that. Love that. But anyways, the after stuff they put on, oh, feels so good. Like aloe vera feeling. Or is it, it like wood? Cold? It's yeah, it's like cold and um, it just like so soothing. Probably because you just had a needle shoved in your face all over, so it's like painful. anything would probably it didn't feel hurt better. though. Honestly, it did not. It was like annoying, but not. It did not hurt at all. That's good to me. I felt like it was pretty. Yeah, whatever. I mean, after it's more uncomfortable, just because like you feel like you had a bad sunburn, and I've had many <laughs> bad sunburns, so. Um, that fair skin light. Yeah. The, I feel loud. Yeah. So anyways, if you can tell. You can't tell, but it's great. Shout out for the microneedling. Yeah. I'm hoping it makes a big difference. Sure will. Mm-hmm. Okay. Should we uh, go right into it? Yeah. Anything you want to say before we get started? There is, actually. Um, First, I want to just give such a big thanks to everybody who reached out after last week's episode because I felt like there was like so much positivity oh, yeah. coming my way and I so appreciate that and especially because I was so nervous mm-hmm. and I just feel like I had so many people very encouraging and yeah. so I really appreciate it so thank you and I do hope that people can get something out of this and even if um, like I said you don't know somebody in it or you haven't been in a situation like this like being aware of this is also just really important I think yeah because I mean even like I had mentioned to you yesterday even for people I feel like that even if they have parents who were in an abusive relationship or something and don't understand like why didn't my mom or dad just get out of it Mm -hmm. I don't understand Mm -hmm. why they wouldn't it could be helpful to just like it just gives a better understanding of the whole mental side yeah, of a for sure. abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Your favorite word. I <laughs> Which I feel like I'm, I'll touch on that too. Um, it's not funny, but no, it's not. For us, it's funny just of conversations that we've right. had over this long journey. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the main thing I want to say is like huge thanks. And I am super appreciative of everybody who reached out. So thank you so much. And I'm going to do a quick recap. So last week, I kind of in my head broke it down into the four phases. Mm-hmm. So like one, phase one was the relationship. Phase two is the initial get out. Right. <laughs> when you out. When you out. <laughs> so the official when you out. And then there's like the staying out and then the forgiveness portion. And so I went over the relationship piece for the most part in last episode right and then the initial getting out of the relationship and I guess as I was talking and when I was going back and listening to the podcast last Mm -hmm. week I was thinking I don't know how well I explained it I felt like I had so many things popping into my head like oh don't forget this don't forget that or make sure you explain this and so I kept being I kept saying like I want someone to get something out of this and I guess my story or my experience was like the four phases like that in my head that's how I processed it well moving forward I'm telling I want to say this story because if anybody else is in a similar situation I don't want them to have to go through four phases I would rather them go through three and that's why I was like okay that makes more sense to express that that because it should be the relationship and then getting out 
and staying out should be all one. For me, it was two because, like I said before, I was uneducated. I didn't know what I was feeling. And it's like, that's what I want to get out there is like yeah. the feelings that you're feeling. It's all n- normal right. like in, in this, this situation. situation yeah. And you don't have to go through those like extra miserable times that I went yeah. through. Like, or like questioning hard. your feelings or yeah. like what is going on right now. And you will. The thing is like everything I felt was normal for this situation, but I didn't know it was normal. Mm-hmm. So I had an extra time that was just like, I felt miserable. Yeah. And I, and it's, I just want someone to like know that, yeah, it's going to be hard, but that's not abnormal. Like, yeah, that's where your support comes in. And then if you do these mm-hmm. steps, it's still going to be hard. Like right. about, nothing about it is easy, but it makes it, it makes you feel better. Yeah. That's good. I feel like that's awesome. So, that, I mean, if people could skip mm-hmm, one like of the some, four phases. Yeah. One of the four phases. I think um, anybody would take that. Yes. So just to recap also, so the relationship phase, the getting out phase, and I, I feel like I kind of ended on, I had a lot of feelings. I mm-hmm. knew the feelings weren't right. Right. But I didn't know what the feelings were. I didn't know why I was feeling that way. And then once I got out of the relationship, the good times that were mixed in with the bad were now gone. Mm -hmm. And I was essentially stuck with just the bad feelings. Right. And I kind of got worse, I feel like. Yeah. Well, and too, I feel like it was you kind of like you touched on before. You were so used to doing everything for that one person that when all of a sudden that person is just completely out of your life, it leaves you feeling like, who am I? Yes. I had no idea. Right. (laughs) Many, many discussions about that. Um, and so now I'm just going to kind of go into the phase three, which is the staying out. And the hard part about this is all of the emotions that you're feeling and making sense of that. And you're literally having an internal battle with yourself. So like you want to go back. Mm -hmm. It's so uncomfortable. You're like, I have all these super negative feelings, but at least when I had these feelings, I had somebody with me. Yeah. And there were still good times. And you still so, loved this person. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So it's like you go from talking to them every day. And it's not like, like I, I feel like I said this so many times before, I'm focusing on all the bad emotions that I had. Mm-hmm. But there were still like good, like on a daily basis, it was an enjoyable right. time to be with this person. Mm-hmm. And so like that is just gone. And then a part of you is like, well, I want to go back because yeah. I want to have those good times again. So you're constantly like in your head battling yourself. Like well, you're and like, it's what you know. Like it, it sounds so easier than so starting fresh. Yeah, for sure. It's way easier. It's like your home in a sense, mm-hmm. because at least for me, I was in the relationship for such a long time. Like I knew nothing else. Right. I hadn't dated forever. Mm-hmm. Um, So it's just it's that's why it's hard to stay out it's Which is so fair. easier to go back yeah. yeah um especially if you have other um factors like if you have kids with somebody i i can't even imagine that's, i mean that'd yeah. be so hard so there's just a lot that goes into that and then i'm gonna just kind of bre- um i have my notes here so if i'm looking down i'm just looking at my notes because i don't want to miss anything um so I'm going to go over a couple of the emotions that you initially feel right when you get out. And also, did you might touch on this, but at what point did you start doing your therapy? 
I did not start doing therapy until it was almost like, um, it was a solid amount of time after I got out of the relationship. Because do you feel like it'd be beneficial for somebody who is in a relationship like this, basically like get out, book your therapy? I mean, yeah. And that's kind of like when I said I want someone to like not have to go through that phase, whatever I said prior for, I feel like they kind of mesh, but, um, because that's when you learned that the names to I everything. Learned, and I learned that this is like a normal progression coming out of a relationship like that. Okay. And um, so, yeah, I would say I'm going to kind of like go through, I guess, the feelings that I felt that are all normal, but I didn't know that. And so if you know that coming out, yeah. it's like it eliminates a lot of that turmoil. And that was that was in the time when I talked about last week where... I got to the point where I wasn't sleeping. I was having like dreams. I yeah. was not eating. And when you I were thought, at your rock bottom, I was literally like literally I was. Yeah. I was which was sad. sad. I mean, it was sad. it was sad. I was like, like I'm like, this is what I imagined myself. And I know I kind of told you this. I remember telling you one time I'm like crying and I'm like, I feel like I'm literally drowning. Yeah. And I'm like doggy paddling. Sad. <laughs> Was JoJo next to you? I can't even imagine because if he started drowning. Oh, my gosh. It's over. (laughs) So I just feel like I'm like there trying. No, like trying to keep your head above water. (laughs) The waves are crashing over you. It's like kind of like a metaphor. Like you really just feel like that because like you'll get a little bit above water and then bam. (laughs) Down. That's so sad. <laughs> it's not funny. It's so not funny, but just in my head, I have such like a visual and you're like yeah. on shore trying to throw <laughs> I am. I didn't get in the water with you in your visual. Um, Not right now. Well, yeah, no, you're always, you're right next to me. You're, you have, like, like grab on to the life preserver. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so initially getting out, these are the emotions that I've, had so you feel you still have the anxiety i was having like sleep and dreams and wasn't able to sleep well and that's like dreams about him dreams about him um being back with him um the relationship good times um mainly focused around him those were the type of dreams yes okay yeah 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 not like spider dreams or (laughs) or like the scare or yeah just dreams about the relationship like your mind will not stop i remember um mm-hmm. telling you one time you battle your mind every single day yeah and it's like you feel like you can you you don't have a break like i felt like i constantly if i was alone somewhere i had to have a show on i had yeah. to have music on i had or if i didn't and even if i did i still your thoughts are just racing and they're yeah. racing about the relationship you think you made the biggest mistake of your life by breaking up with them um you feel so uncomfortable you're questioning yourself yeah i don't have any self-esteem like how am i going to move past this mm-hmm. and then if you make any sort of progress like you're like okay today i have a good mindset i yeah. didn't have a nightmare or a dream um today i'm feeling good you want to tell that person Oh, which is really weird. And I actually learned through therapy that is normal. Really normal. I didn't know that. Or there's like, you've never told me that before. Oh, really? Mm -mm. It's not abnormal is what my therapist told me. Like, 
that you it's like you want to tell them your progress, which is which also is weird. kind yeah. of weird. Like, why do I want to tell them that? Which is probably just part of the manipulation. Yeah. Mindset. It's like you want their validation. Still, okay. That makes I think. Sense. Yeah. I think. Um, but I was told that that's like not abnormal. Um, so you're feeling anxious. I was having sleep and dream um, disturbances. I felt emotionally numb. Mm-hmm. It's like I was. you're having all these feelings but then you just feel so numb at the same time it's like you you just feel pretty beaten down yeah um like i said you're unable to stop thinking about the relationship and then the other ones like these kind of sound kind of extreme but you really do feel them um you feel worthless like i you feel like you have just been so broken down that you're just kind of nothing yeah at a certain point um you feel very like raw and like just not yourself and like you said you just become a shell of yourself yeah you're going through the motions and you're doing what you have to do but you're just not there yeah um and then you also feel a lot of guilt and shame Mm -hmm. which i don't 100 percent know why why, but i guilty like about what or nothing necessarily specific no if i could specifically say It has a lot to do with that person. Like, I felt guilty. Like, I was breaking loyalty or I was, Mm. like, betraying that person or I just left and didn't give them an explanation. Okay, yeah. Or you just, like, you have such a heavy sense of And you're so used to, like, everything being your fault already that it's probably... Trying to explain myself Uh to them and being like, okay, this is why I'm breaking up with you because... I'm, this and this and this. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you want to keep explaining yourself. But then at the same time, I'm like, I don't even know why I feel this way still. Right. And you, they don't deserve any. They don't need or an they explanation. Don't need it, but in but. your head, you're just like, and then you feel a lot of shame because um, like just when you're like taking a step back and looking at the whole situation, you're like, what? What is this happening? Or like, yeah. I never saw my, my life going this way. Or um, you kind of feel embarrassed a little bit. Yeah. And I just remember so many times during that time period and someone would be like, how are you? Or like, and yeah. they have no idea. Right. They, I, like they're just genuinely asking. asking like, how are you? And I was like, I wouldn't even know what to say. I hated talking about yeah. it, which I didn't bring it up, obviously. Like, I'm actually really struggling. Let me uh, <laughs> tell you about everything. But I avoided like everyone and everything for a really long time because I was just so I didn't know how to handle my situation and like a part of you wants to go back a part of you knows that you shouldn't go back um you you do have your support system telling you like you're so great like you're gonna get through it keep fighting and you have to keep believing that but then the other part of you is like I'm worthless I have you know like that's really hard it's so hard um and I would say the hardest part about all of that is it's like you feel like you never get a break from it. Yeah. Like, like it's a constant just like grind and battle between yeah. mind and. And I remember even telling you one time, like, I have to actively try to not think about mm-hmm. him. Like days and days and days would go by. And this lasted on for me for until I until I reached out to get specific trauma therapy. Yeah. And that, I mean, that was for a really long time. Like, I tried to battle this for, like, seven or eight months, I want to say. Because that's, like, even when I lived with my little sister for a while, we Mm -hmm. did a travel assignment together. And, I mean, I was trying to do 
everything to, to like just figure to like out. get through and I feel like I'm a very like persistent person like I was like I'm not gonna give up but like there were times where I was like this is miserable yeah like I mean I remember you talking about that even just that it's like mm-hmm. it just sounds so much easier to just go back to your comfort yeah even though it might not be like the ideal situation yeah but it's like the easiest thing right. to do and then um and then that was the period where my mom was like, you just got to fight through. And I'm like, okay, I just got to fight yeah. through. I got to keep doing it. And you have legitimate breakdowns during that time. like, Which is to be expected. Yeah. Or I mean, that doesn't Being seem. Being Trader Joe's and just start <laughs> Or. JoJo getting pink eyes. Oh, my gosh. And yeah. which we talked about last season. Yeah. But stuff like that where usually it wouldn't be like a big so deal. Yeah. Really triggered you. Yeah. And so those are the times when I'm like. I'm a crazy person. Well, and being even in specific areas yeah. that you guys had been yes, or that has some sort of connection, which is where they kind of, which is where it kind of became known that it was more than just like a unhealthy relationship. It was mm-hmm. the actual, what is it called? Trauma bond. Trauma bond. Yeah. Is that yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. And so you like learn all this stuff. Oh, and then you start telling yourself, I almost forgot this and I would have been so mad. It wasn't that bad. Which you did that a lot. I did that. I feel like you so questioned, much. or you didn't question. I feel like you would verbalize that you felt that way mm-hmm. as far as just being. Or that's why we, why we laugh when Mackenzie says the word abusive is because I hate like that's not a word that you just throw around. I no. take that like so seriously, and that's why I don't like saying it because it's like the word hate. I feel like the word hate is such a strong word. Like yeah. if you say you hate somebody, like whoa that's like well and i feel like you're fully aware that you were in a abusive relationship (laughs) but like you said when you question was it actually that bad it makes you be like should i not be labeling it like this because yeah and i I still do like even to this day i'm like oh i'm being i don't want to be dramatic like this is like but i know all the things you're not being dramatic yeah and even the therapist and stuff validated validated. everything and Mm -hmm. laid it all out to Yes. So once I got to my like rock, rock bottom where I was like, this is either going to ruin my life. I remember being like, this is either gonna, I'm going to this could either ruin my life. Like I could literally spiral and just so that was the time you told me you were like two or three decisions away from going to prison. <laughs> remember at the parking lot and you're like in a parking lot and you go, I mean, I was like two or three decisions away from being in prison. <laughs> I'm like, excuse me, what? I said a lot of things out of character. <laughs> like what did you do that made you that close to prison even, I, have I it no wasn't examples, actually legitimate i don't think but, but I, you were all over the place <laughs> i was all over the place and like gosh i think about people that i met in certain situations or like times of my life i'm like i mean i was never mean to anybody that's not no. what i mean i just mean like gosh i was such a hot mess mm. it I, but maybe not to them but like in my in head, head i'm like yeah, it's just, and that's why I'm such an advocate all the time about you just never know what someone's going through. So even if, um, and I even, I felt like I was an advocate about that even yeah, before. Yeah, but once situation. you're in an actual situation, it really makes you realize. Even more so. Mm-hmm. Like, just be gracious. Um. So anyway, so I had a very, very hard seven months or so. I don't even remember the time frame. Yeah. It's it's really all a blur at this point. <laughs> um. But then, so then I, yeah, like I, I got to my rock bottom, almost into prison. And <laughs> I'm just joking. And I don't have enough money to bail you out. Right. So, so I went to visit, visit you. Me, which is really sweet. 
Um, so that is when I was like, I need professional help, I think. Because for the longest time, I'm like, it wasn't that bad. I don't need help. The other thing I think worth mentioning is you did attempt to get help, but it was the oh, wrong yeah. kind of help, I feel like. Yes. It was more of a write down your feelings mm-hmm. type thing, which isn't really what you needed at that point. Mm-hmm. You needed somebody to say these feelings are valid, mm-hmm. give a name to what you were actually going through, and then give you actual steps exactly. to get you through it versus yeah. like, how Just do you to feel th- today? Yeah, journal about it, which yes. I'm not saying those aren't good skills but also that's you didn't need that at that point in time yes I'm so glad that you said that because that is true during that time I did try to seek out a counselor and you're right they were like that's a tough situation like in the they it was more just like I feel they weren't like trained for that it's like I could do that now and it would be beneficial yes it's more of like a maintained thing I needed like the blue ball the blue ball (laughs) I did Oh my gosh. Um, yes. So I, that's when I like got serious. I was like, this is not me. Like I am not this person. I'm not going to keep letting this like, um, damage me or whatever. And then also I'm going to like go through this and then I want to like go back. But like your support system is make or break Mm -hmm. this type of situation. So if I didn't have like you and, um, my sister and like, I have like a very close group of girls who have like been through this whole situation with me. And if they weren't there being like, dude, you are so great. You're so beautiful. You're so like, and it's like telling me that all every day. Mm -hmm. um, If I needed to hear it, then it's so easy to not believe it or like, yeah, you know, because you just feel so down. So I sought out a trauma counselor, which I didn't think that I had gone through a trauma. That's why. I, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need trauma. Like, I just need a therapist to help right. me, like... Work through your emotions. Work through my emotions. Well, no, I now am very much more educated in the long-term effect of this type of relationship. And you are. You're, like, going through a trauma. Right. For an extended period of time. And you're in, like, fight or flight for mm-hmm. years. For a long time. And you're just on edge. Like, the whole the whole time and obviously like I said there's like the ups and the downs and the in the relationship but like the overall like it is like you're you're on edge Mm -hmm. for a very long time and so our podcast right now yeah (laughs) okay welcome Jeff Beaker special guest today is what I thought do you have anything to say about Shelly well, we got a lot. We're going to Shelly. All right. We'll work through all this stuff. But I guess my next week I'm a special guest. Next week, Jamie. Have fun fishing. Bye. Oh okay. Interruption. Sorry. Busting. Goodness gracious. Okay. We love him. We love Jeff. Um, that was hilarious. Okay. Back to trauma therapy. <laughs> Uh, we need a sign outside our door that says recording. We're like on air. On air. Like full house. Yeah. You know how they have the, the door or the st- going down the stairs that yeah. said on air or whatever. We, de- we, need, we that. need that so that we don't have randos busting through the door. That was funny. Man. Trauma talk. <laughs> I feel very traumatized right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, 
So yes, I finally sought out a trauma counselor. And I'm trying to think back um, specifically why I ended up doing that. I learned about the trauma bond. And you should kind of explain the trauma, what that means. Um, I should have like looked it up before I, because I have like a couple um, uh, definitions that I'm going to say. And it's okay if you don't know. I should have done that. But basically, it's like a bond that you build with somebody who ba- essentially everything I mentioned like has broken you down for so long that you feel like you can't leave them. You have a sense, a, such a strong sense of loyalty to them. And you can't betray them. And it's just basically everything that I went through. I had to just like please this person. And like my whole life became them. My identity, it became them. I feel like hopefully I'm explaining that well or accurately. But from what I remember, that is what that means. What that means. And so then that's when I um, sought out a counselor, like a trauma-based counselor. And this is what literally like changed my whole life trajectory and that's this is what I'm like if you're in this type of relationship and you know like just you don't even have to know that like um you're in an abusive relationship but just like my relationship's just off like you know something's off and I mean I feel like you have enough most people have enough common sense to know when something's not right or they're having feelings that aren't healthy or there's actions being done done Mm -hmm. that are obviously not okay yes um And then if you like, it's like if you hear this and you know, like, okay, it's going to be hard, but then you know the steps to take. It's just, it seems like such a different experience. Yeah. And so I finally did. And he's like, amazing. If anybody um, needs a trauma counselor, needs a trauma counselor, reach out to Shelly. Or, and and it doesn't have to be just a relationship. Like, um, he actually is worse for the red cross and anytime there's like a natural disaster or anything he flies down and is like a counselor for people who've gone through like physical traumas like and can i just mention this really quick because i feel like you've become very passionate about this oh yeah especially since working a combo i feel like working in the er and then having your own personal experience is anybody who has any sort of trauma in their life whether that's relationship Mm -hmm. abuse like sexual abuse Mm -hmm. um what are the other things any type of any any type or, of abuse yeah. or like trauma if you don't deal with the trauma it really does have the ability to like ruin your life yeah because it, you can't work through it affects it affects everything, everything whether you realize that or not so just kind of being very encouraging of yes seeking help <laughs> if you have had a traumatic experience mm-hmm. in your life no matter what that is and not yeah. just assuming you can get through it on your own yeah that is i'm so glad that you said that because i feel like I have talked to you about that a lot because of even like the people in the ER that come in that it's like, well, they have all this trauma and it makes Mm -hmm. sense that they're in the situation they're in because of the trauma. But at the same time, they have to seek some sort of help. And obviously easier said than done. And yeah, and it's hard if you you don't have enough money to like pay for the counseling Counseling. or whatever it is. But if you have the ability and you've been through a traumatic experience, the amount of like world of hurt you can avoid yes and I feel like there's people who have in my life who after ha- or know about know my situation they've opened up and they're like yeah I could have um alleviated so much yeah things or or um just like heartache yeah yeah 
or you make other decisions that you wouldn't necessarily make because Mm -hmm. you haven't dealt with the initial trauma itself or you've been scared to talk about it or whatever which is fair it is so fair it's so hard to like I remember um going into my first appointment and I was like so nervous Mm -hmm. I was sweating I'm I didn't know what to expect and I also was scared to say anything I didn't really uh, he is like amazing though he makes you feel like so comfortable and he is so intelligent and like literally the first uh, the first um I almost said episode (laughs) the first episode the first session he was like okay this is what we're gonna do like he made me feel so confident he was like oh like this is what these are the things you've been through he like touched on all the different points and then he's like we're gonna have a couple sessions he's like i think you could have this or you could make a huge stride in like three to four sessions which is like like, so encouraging yeah i was like what like no way i'm thinking this is like years down the road Mm -hmm. like i'm gonna feel like this forever and he was like no like it was like basically clearly a trauma and you have to like do a couple assessments at the beginning and he'll like lay it out for you. And right. a lot of the things that I was saying, he described that I was having um, symptoms of PTSD. Yeah. And so we went through that. And essentially why McKenzie said the blue ball. So I also I feel like I'm very unprepared as far as like my terminology, but it's like rapid eye something something so basically there's like this little blue ball on the screen Mm -hmm. and it goes like back and forth across the screen and you it's like a white background and a blue ball and you just like follow the ball back and forth and he's like prompting you there's a lot of visualization you have to verbalize a lot of things and (laughs) it sounds like I remember telling you after and I was like this is so weird but it works it so works and you have to like stay focused on the ball. Yeah. And if and, you get off track mm-hmm. or if your mind wanders. Mm-hmm. You have to do grounding. He ta- he oh. says it. It's like grounding. And you literally retrain your brain. Mm-hmm. And it's incredible. I have never felt. Okay. So then I did all of that. And through that, I got the validation that I needed. He put names to the feelings. And one of them that I, I just want to touch on that I brought to the actual definition just because it was like super um, helpful for me is that if you remember me thinking like I was like questioning reality and I was like super confused during situations and I like didn't understand what was happening there is a term called gaslighting oh yeah and this word I have heard but I never understood the definition of it i didn't know really because i feel like it kind of gets thrown around a little bit and and probably not in the right context yeah i was kind of i i just was uneducated about it and so when he was explaining certain situations and he put the names like shame Mm -hmm. like i didn't know what i was feeling he's like oh you're shameful oh you're um not me shameful but like you're feeling shameful um he's like you're having a lot of guilt you feel it sounds like you're feeling worthless. Like he is the one who put all of those names to the emotion I was feeling, right. which sounds weird. Like it's like I, like it's like you would know if you felt guilty. I didn't. But sort of, sort of not. I feel I like you wouldn't, or even the feeling, feeling of shame. Yeah. Like you might feel a bunch of feelings, but not understand that that's actually what, what shame is yeah. ultimately. Because I'm like, I didn't know what shame was, or like I, I didn't 
have never felt like I felt guilty before, but not in like that type of a context. Mm -hmm. So it was just super validating. And he was so matter of fact about it. Like, yeah, this is like what you feel. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And then so gaslighting back to that really quick. I'm going to read. This is from a medical journal. Let's hear it. If anybody wants the reference. Um, So it says gaslighting is a form of psychological abuse in which a person or group causes someone to question their own sanity, memories or perception of reality. People who experience gaslighting may feel confused, anxious or as though they cannot trust themselves, which is like spot on how you were feeling. So spot on. And um, I did. I even like more recently just started to feel more confident about my own decision yeah you've been making good decisions out here (laughs) it's so i mean it's literally i clear you never actually made any you didn't actually make any bad decisions really yeah i feel maybe a few questionable that were out of like my norm norm, but you Mm -hmm. didn't do anything that was like detrimental to your future no no thank goodness but i feel like you have the potential to Mm -hmm. like you could and you also had, like you said, a good support system that was I kind did. of keeping you in line a little bit. Yes. Um, <laughs> keeping me in line a little bit. <laughs> like, I like all the way, keeping me in line. I could. So that's a big part. That's that a huge yeah. part. I'm just looking back because I want to make sure I didn't um, miss. Skip over anything. Yeah. Miss anything. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then so he he put the names to all of these emotions I was feeling and he was the first one or like when I when I was talking to him about it, he was like, you miss the way you were treated. And I was like, yeah, I do. Weird. In a weird way, because I'm like, I even expressed like I'm like, I feel like I want to go back or like. And let me tell you, there were a couple of times where. I almost bought a flight back to go. Like yeah. it, when I say it's like dramatic, like these emotions are very strong. Right. You're like, very screw strong. it all. I don't like, care I'm what anybody back. thinks. I'm, I'm this is I'm just going back. This is my norm now. And I it, it's like you feel a sense of relief in that moment. Like you're like, that's my plan. I'm going to do it. And I like almost did it multiple times. <laughs> Not multiple, <laughs> but like at least a couple. Yeah. Um, Because it's just, it's really confusing and you have your crazy emotions. Yeah. And so being validated is a huge, huge part of your recovery and your healing. And then you have got to give yourself grace. Like I felt so stupid. I mm-hmm. felt um, like it or I, you just never, obviously you don't like picture your life going right. that way. Yeah. So um, it's just like hard to imagine yourself in that type of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to now touch on really quick. So that's like all how you're feeling. And so therapy is like so important. Yeah. But then also is your support system like 1000% because they're the ones that are going to tell you, well, they're the ones that are going to help you get out and stay out. Mm-hmm. And then also help build you back up because you are starting from rock bottom. um, And so you need people in your life who truly have the best intentions for you. They want to see you succeed. They've seen you. They know you like pre. Right. And that is 
I think huge. And not saying that if you met somebody, yeah, that they couldn't have or whatever that they yeah. couldn't do it's the just same as thing to see what I you feel were like it before. Is helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna start crying when I'm um, talking about this and looking at you. Um, so I'm gonna look away. <laughs> I'm just imagining you now, doggy paddling next. Oh to my me. gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh um but it's literally like the little things were like every single day probably for those like seven months i would tell you what i was thinking and Mm -hmm. it was probably the same thing every single day or like i want to go back i feel i'm crying i I'm i'm crying i'm emotional i feel um whatever it was Mm -hmm. like it's probably so annoying or you're just like I mean, you've already gone through the relationship with me, and then now it's like, oh my gosh, she's like, well. It's not, or you annoying. know what I mean. But it's yeah, that's how you feel like coming out, or you. It's like you feel like you because you're constantly thinking about it. Mm. So there's like multiple times I'll be like, well, and it just feels better to verbalize yeah, it. It does, and also, um, knowing my therapist saying like it is so part of the healing process for you to just say it and like mm. talk about it and, um. Because it's like you can't wait for every. I mean, I was doing at every the beginning. Session, I was yeah. doing sessions quite frequently, but um, again, like you can't like hold it in in no. between. So like having somebody that you know is not judging you, mm-hmm. who is truly like wants the best for you and is telling you positive things. Like the amount of times you're like, "Oh, you look so good," or like, "Um, you're so beautiful," or like, yeah. you literally giving me words of affirmation all of the time it's like that makes such a difference because if you have somebody that you know loves you and like wants the best for you and is telling you those things like you know they're true right you're starting to like believe your your feelings again Mm -hmm. and you literally have to i wrote this down um you have to re-establish or rebuild your own heart like you have to um and it has to like overtake your mind. Yeah. Because your mind is like playing tricks on you, but it's like deep down your heart like knows the truth. Yeah. And your worth and all of the things yeah. that you've been told your whole life that are true. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that is so important to the um the recovery part and staying out. So this is kind of like staying out, but a huge part of being able to stay out is um the recovery yeah and so i feel like those are the main parts about that um i'm trying to think is there any like thing that you can think of because next week we're going to talk about the friendship side side of of the story also i feel like the um the support um side i just like can't give enough emphasis to like you just and even if um I am like the luckiest like I have the greatest family the greatest friends like I lived with Mackenzie during the situation and so like she saw everything that I was going through and um like all of the breakdowns and even if it's like if you have I'm just trying to think of someone who is not as fortunate like I know I was gonna say have... somebody who doesn't have a strong support system or mm-hmm. feel like they're in it semi alone yeah what do you like, feel like you would recommend for it's that? like you need like one person or like 
also like having a dog in this situation was get a dog you don't have anybody to get a dog really helpful like um you yeah therapy dogs are a, a real thing i do believe but it's like if you he's like get, here what do they call it your heart dog have you heard of this no heart dog i think that's what it's called where it's or a heart animal or something mm-hmm. where it's like people have a bunch of pets or whatever you've yeah. had pets but there's the one animal like that dog. like yeah it really cool. connects to you that you feel on a deeper level of connection yeah he's that i think it's called heart heart animal, dog, heart dog like cute. or something like that it's really cute but for my birthday um last year Mackenzie got me a um <laughs> necklace with Jojo. Oh, I thought you were talking about the calendar. And she made a calendar of Jojo. It was so freaking cute. With the props. It was he like, almost, I thought he didn't bite my head off though. I'm like, Greg, I need you to help me. Can you help put this headband on Jojo as he's like <laughs> Like, is okay, he's a go boy. Um back on track. Back anyways. On track. Um anyways just having a support system and like I there is like no way I will ever be able to like properly thank the people who help mm-hmm. like my support system like I mean I feel like I've told you so many times like you almost feel like indebted to people because of like they probably don't realize the impact that they had but um you just feel so um you just get a such a sense of like thankfulness Mm -hmm. and gratitude because of like how much they did for you (laughs) sweet of you um so even if you don't have like loads of people in your corner like having like one strong person who like has the best for you Mm -hmm. or has the best intentions for you and like just like really knows your heart and like is able to literally be your hype person. Yeah. Through it all is like so important. Which I mean, well, I'll touch on this more next week, but I feel like as a supporter perspective. <laughs> yeah. Like I think it does feel more extreme to like for me, I'm like, well, of course I'm not gonna just let you like drown. Throw me a little. Yeah, Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> or, you know, like, obviously, I care about you so much that I'm not just going to be like, I mean, figure it out. Yeah. Or, you know, which I mean, so I don't feel like you're in debt or what did you say? Indebted. Indebted. <laughs> to me or whatever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because I know you would do the same for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd come out with a jet ski. Um, <laughs> but... I'd prefer a yacht, maybe. Oh. <laughs> A yacht with a ladder on the ladder. Um, so that's just like super important. And so um, I think if you're listening in a situation, know somebody. Yes, it is so hard. It's harder. Well, and I would guess there's probably a lot of support groups for things like this, too, mm-hmm. for people even that don't have as big of a personal support yeah. system. Yeah. That's something that probably could be helpful. Just somebody who's been through the same situation to kind of keep encouraging you forward. Yes. You know, because I think a lot of times when we think of relationships like this, it's so focused on the actual relationship. And the part that is not as talked about is the after. Yeah. And the like support side. Mm -hmm. Like those are two aspects that are just not touched on. And they're the majority of the situation. Like. 
they're they're the whole success part of the situation. And so that's why I want to put so much emphasis on it. And if you know somebody who's been through it and who can give you tips on like, okay, this is what to expect. It is going to suck. It is going to be hard. You're still going to have all those uh, those emotions. Like they don't go away. But if I could give any sort of like nuggets on, I remember I said that last time, nuggets. nuggets on how to get through them and work through them like quicker or more healthy or yeah, like, yes, that's the whole reason I would. And if you know somebody who's in a situation and knows that like they need the extra support and encouragement mm-hmm. Like, go above and beyond to make sure you're checking in on them and not yeah. just checking in like, hey, how are you? But don't take fine as a yeah answer. Like, really, especially if you know the situation and right, you know right. that there is more to it and that they are struggling. Yeah. I feel strongly that it's like you have to push past the, no, you're not fine. Or, you know, yeah. you're not fine. <laughs> fine was like my favorite word yeah. for the longest time. Um, So it's like. And ultimately, they want that. They yeah, want, they need, they it. need it or they want yeah. the people that are going to be there forcing them to talk mm-hmm. about what they're going through and making sure you're not judging them or being open enough to understand yeah. where they're coming from and not just brushed off. Yeah. Because it's like not easy to be like, I want to go back. Yeah. like Or that's like probably an embarrassing is. You comment even because you it's like, why the heck would, mm-hmm. you know. And there's a lot of judging. A lot of hand motions today. I keep catching my hand in the mirror and I'm <laughs> um there's a lot of um judgment that i mentioned at the very beginning like throughout this whether it's made up in your head or real like i there was like real judgment that i was getting Mm -hmm. from people and if you're going through that alone that's so hard because it's like they just don't get it and yeah a lot of times not their fault like they don't know they're just also uneducated Mm -hmm. but also it doesn't feel good well no so don't judge but no it's it's or it's just things that if you've been through it or if you know what to expect, the situation can be just a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and then moving into the last stage, and this is a stage that I am just starting. Honestly, I haven't even done it all the way, but it's the <laughs> forgiveness stage, and um, this is something that I didn't even talk about with my counselor. This is kind of just something I'm doing, like on my own because there's still like residual effects like I'm not just over here a hundred percent like I nothing bothers me yeah well it's still like a daily challenge that you have to like challenge I know so much better how to handle it so I don't have to actively try to not think about things anymore thank goodness yeah I'm so glad that's over and you can get through it like that does end and things do get better and it's like one of those things where um this is probably going to come across kind of rude, but I don't mean it rude, but like, I hate when people say time heals everything. Yeah. I hate that saying so much and nothing against anybody who says it, but I don't believe that time heals everything. No, you have to do some people. Yeah. Like proactive. you have to be, you have to be proactive, but then also like you just learn how to deal with stuff better. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, it's not that like time just like makes all these bad feelings go oh, away. Yeah. It's like even like, Oh, when my dad died. Oh, time heals everything. Yeah. Like, no, that hurt is still there. You yeah. just know how to deal, deal with it. it. So it's That's like, just... no, time doesn't really heal everything. 
screw that phrase and it's like time helps everything i feel like yeah. it's like my or you have the time to like figure things out yeah but it doesn't mean that you're just healed yeah like it's been a week i'm good like no that's not how it works um but forgiveness is just something that um as a christian you are called to do mm-hmm. and um also i know i was talking to you about it it's like you hear about this a lot like oh forgive them forgive them what does that even mean like i get or that these are the questions i was asking Mm -hmm. myself as i'm starting this process of like working through is like yeah if you like step on my toe i forgive you like yeah that's easy when you have something that has been so impactful for such a long time in your life like how do you forgive and nobody this person is not asking me to forgive them right it's literally i am trying to forgive somebody who's never going to ask me for forgiveness and um or ask you for forgiveness for that matter. Yeah. Or I mean. Yes. Either or. Like there's there's no asking of forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you actually have anything to be. Or he uh, should be the one ask if anybody should be asking for forgiveness. But the point is that's not the point. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just or it's that like that's what's hard. It's like you're going to try to give forgiveness to somebody who's never going to ask for it. No. And that's fine like i have i don't have any ill feelings it's as far as for that your own goes. personal it's for my own personal peace protect protect that peace the girl peace. and it's just something for it's just another piece of you that you can just let go it's like yeah like i had a lot of hard times because of this situation uh-huh. and um a part of you it's you're you're always going to want to protect that person i think that's something maybe i forgot to mention is like even now, I try to protect this person. And yeah. that's just part of the situation. And again, like, do I know a lot about him? Yeah. Do I know everything in his head? No. I don't know what he's going through internally. Like, right. maybe there's a lot that he went through that he didn't express to me. Like, you have to give him that grace, too. Like, right. do I agree with a lot of things that happened to me? Like, no. Do I wish they didn't happen? Sure. But they did. And it happened for a reason. And there's no, like, I will never sit here and be like, I dislike that person or talk poorly about that person at all because Uh everything happens for a reason. Like, God had a plan. This is the plan. And so now it's like my working through that situation, like, I can forgive for myself so that I can take what happened and move on and hopefully help somebody else. Like, I feel like that's probably, or in my head right now, like, that's like my calling. Right. To help other situation it's like help somebody else who is either going through know somebody all the things yeah um and so if anybody wants an update on the forgiveness um phase i can let you know but i just think it was important for me to mention that because i do think that that is like the final probably like and not having bitterness which is semi-related to forgiveness yeah i would say like if you stay bitter towards somebody that's just gonna hurt yourself because it's yeah, because it's like you're the one holding on to it. Yeah, that person. I mean, there's a really good chance that he doesn't even think about any of this. Or you know what I mean? Or like, yeah, I but mean, it's as much as not. Me, like, that's not it the doesn't point. Matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> um, um, but I'm just saying that because like, if you do just hold on to that bitterness and they're not even thinking about it, like, yeah, it's just it, affecting, it's affecting you. You, it doesn't affect them at all. And so, and whether that's the case or not, it shouldn't matter but it's just to free yourself more and mm-hmm. to like take that weight off yourself completely and right. just really move forward and have a better mindset about moving your future on. yeah yeah your future is looking bright <laughs> 
that's what so you just got to keep focused on that. The keep bright focusing on the future. Yeah, yeah. I'm proud of you. I feel like you they are doing really good. <laughs> I do, and that is what when I when I went into this, it's like I wanted to make a point to say like when you come out, you're not. It's 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 hard. It's tough and that's something that like hit me like a brick like i was like oh it's gonna be so much easier no 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 it's harder yeah it's it hits harder. you in different like waves and different mm-hmm. and in different ways and so then but if you if you know that that's what to expect it's almost like you can like prepare for it right like, okay i can do this and then seeing the light at the end of the tunnel like having someone who's been through it and be like girl just keep going like yeah. you can do it here's the steps keep doing it um it will get better and then um, there's like all those quotes that you see that it's like your journey was harder because your blessings are greater or yeah. I don't know or whatever. And so just like in- keep encouraging yourself, like everything happens for a reason. God has a plan and he just like uses you for other reasons. And yeah. so love that. That's the story. Love that shell. <laughs> um, I feel like that's really good. Or I feel like you explained everything very well. Okay. And I feel like a lot of people could get some out of this yeah hopefully and again if anybody wants to like reach out or has questions any specific questions i'm very open to answering or talking about them and then next week i'm excited because men's gets to talk a lot more i feel like i've been talking a lot a lot um and we're gonna go over the friendship side Mm -hmm. i have a lot to say i'm sure you do i've been taking notes in my head as as things like pop up in my Uh head to think about or that or that i've thought about that Mm -hmm. i know i want to say or you know yeah, I can only imagine. <laughs> Greg's like nervous. He's like, okay. I'm like, what do you think I'm going to do, Greg? Like, come on there and be just like a crazy person. Yeah. Tempting. I know. Tempting. I but know. no, I'm going to hold back the crazy and I'm going to go helpful tips. <laughs> forgiving. P- P- forgiving. We're forgiving. We're forgiving. We're not we bitter. We're not. <laughs> Everything is good. You're doing great. <laughs> Proud of you. Um, oh but yeah, so is that a wrap That's on stage three and four? Mm-hmm. Good job, Shell. Um, yeah, so join us next week as we talk about the supporter side of an abusive relationship and tips that you can use. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> to help somebody who's going through a similar situation as Shell. And yeah, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Effortless Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. That my best friend, she a real bad got her own money. She don't need no on a dance floor. She had two, three drinks, now she's twerking. She throw it out and come back in. That's my best friend. Thanks for listening to the Effortless Podcast with McKinsey and Shelly. New episodes drop every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific time. Follow the Effortless Podcast on Instagram at the underscore effortless underscore podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to our new YouTube channel. Like, follow, and subscribe to The Effortless Podcast wherever you're listening right now. The Effortless Podcast is produced by Griggs Productions. GriggsProductions.com.